got, I got, I got, I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. Thank you for downloading and streaming the latest edition of the Sacramento Kings podcast presented by Hoopball. I am Damian Barling. Again, I greatly appreciate you downloading, subscribing, and listening. Hopefully you're a subscriber. If you're not, what are you waiting for? Just go to whatever podcast platform you use, hit the subscribe button. Hey, man, training camp is right around the corner, which means preseason is right around the corner, which means the regular season is right around the corner. You don't want to miss any Sacramento Kings news and notes that are coming your way. You don't want to miss any post-game shows. You got to subscribe now. You got to be ahead of the curve. What if all of the systems jam when the season starts and you can't subscribe? That's what they used to tell you when you didn't order a pay. Like, call your pay-per-view provider now. You don't want to risk the day of the circuits being jammed. Like, what? I've I've ordered pay-per-view every, like, the day of the show. Every single time I've ordered pay-per-view, the circuits have never been jammed. So that's what I'm doing. I'm telling you to subscribe now before the circuits get jammed on iTunes or Spotify or Google Play or whatever podcast platform that you're listening on. Just make sure you subscribe. Uh, If you haven't rated and reviewed the show yet, and I know a lot of you haven't. I know how many of you are listening on Apple Podcasts, and you haven't hit that five-star review yet. If you're still uh, waiting to warm up to me, you just, ah, I got to see if I, I really love this show. I, I can't I can't decide yet. I don't know if I love this show yet. I, I, I don't want to leave him a bad review, uh, but I don't want to tell him I love him yet. Well, we've, this is episode number eight. You've got seven episodes that you can go back and listen to. Get a feel for the show. Let me know what you think. You want to shoot me a text? You can. 916-888- 5898. That's our 24 7 text line. You can hit me up whenever you want. Talk about the Sacramento Kings. Again, 916 888 5898. Subscribe uh, if you do, seriously, in all seriousness. If you have a couple of seconds, it, it, it literally takes a split second to hit the five stars there on the rating. If you want to take an extra 60 to 90 seconds to review the show, many of you have. I can't thank you enough. Uh, it really helps, particularly in the Apple Podcast platform. We are available across all podcast platforms, uh, so uh, you should be able to find us uh, everywhere. Uh, A quick little update before we dive into some of the news and notes from this week, a little update on a story we were doing last week uh, regarding Buddy Heald and his Hurricane Dorian relief fundraising efforts. Uh, That fundraiser, since we uh, brought it up on last week's podcast, has now topped $181,000 Former Sacramento King Kevin Martin made a very generous donation, uh, as have so many of you and so many around the NBA, so many around the world of sports and and really in, in everyday life. It's it's great to see uh, Kevin Martin. I think his donation was around $10,000. I think it was $10,000. We saw another an, uh, anonymous donation uh, in the amount of $10,000 as well. And I just, you know, scrolled through that donation line. Many of you have donated $250, $100, man. That that money goes a long way in our bank accounts, man. So the, realizing that there are people out there that desperately need our help uh, is pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome to see the response to Buddy Hill. It's pretty awesome to see uh, the response overall to try to help uh, people who are just in, in desperate need. I mean, those those photos, you know, the aftermath of Hurricane Dorian is just, it's its absolutely extraordinary. And I can't for a single second uh, imagine what those people are going through. And just like we did last week, uh, we're going to put the link to Buddy Heald's GoFundMe page in the description of this podcast. So if you have the means to give and you want to support Buddy Heald's relief efforts, uh, the description is, is right there for you here 
in, in, in the description of this podcast. The link is there for you in the description of this podcast. So uh, you can go check it out. But I did want to give you an update on that. And we'll give you an update. We'll continue to update you. Uh, as Buddy Heald gave a really emotional press conference last week, and, and he continues to to draw attention uh, to the Bahamas needing our help. Uh, so we'll transition here, uh, as difficult as it may be, uh, into the world of sports and into your Sacramento Kings. And the Kings announced uh, their media day. They announced their training camp. Uh, Kings media day will be on Friday, September 27th from 2 to 5 p.m. Uh, not really nothing of note there. I mean, media day is, it's, it's always fun. You always get some great video out, out of that. You always get some great quotes, some great stories. Uh, I think most notable uh, is the announcement of, of Luke Walton's media availability that day. And if I'm not mistaken, you can certainly correct me if I'm wrong. I think this is the first time since Luke Walton's introductory press conference that he's going to have media availability. Remember the allegations uh, surrounding him uh, and that sexual assault came, they were right after, I mean, right after that press conference and, and the Kings kind of tucked him away after that. So this is going to be the first time uh, he stands in front of the media, at least that I can think of, this is going to be the first time he stands in front of the media since that press conference. And since uh, those allegations were made public uh, just a few days following uh, his introduction as the Sacramento Kings head coach. Uh, again, that is on Friday, September 27th. Training camp will begin on the morning of Saturday, September 28th at the team's practice facility inside the Golden One Center, and camp will run through Monday uh, before the team travels to India for the first ever NBA India games against the Indiana Pacers on October 4th and 5th. Uh, the Kings will come home. They'll take on uh, the Phoenix Suns at the Golden One Center on October 10th. Uh, they'll play the Utah Jazz uh, in Utah, and then they'll wrap up the preseason on October 16th against Melbourne United of Australia's National Basketball League. So that's that's what the preseason looks like for the Sacramento Kings. That's what training camp looks like for the Sacramento Kings, and it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to follow. It's gonna be interesting to follow how Luke Walton and that coaching staff deals with uh, practices and minutes in preseason games with his guys that are playing in in, in the World Cup, uh, which we're going to get to the World Cup in just a few minutes because there's a couple of prominent Sacramento Kings that are headed home significantly earlier uh, than we expected. Uh, thankfully, Harrison Barnes is still playing. Again, we'll get to the World Cup here in just a few minutes. But, you know, the the, the line around Marvin Bagley and his withdrawal from from USA in, in De'Aaron Fox and, and the line with his draw from from the withdrawal from the USA national team was I, I want I want to focus on the season, and I want to focus on the Sacramento Kings making the playoffs. And I thought that that dynamic was weird because it's like okay, hey, it's admirable, right? De'Aaron Fox is a face of the franchise. We believe Marvin Bagley is going to be a face of the franchise. But you have three other Sacramento Kings that are playing in the World Cup: one for the United States of America, and the other two for Serbia. And I think the dynamic surrounding that is weird, and it's going to be... I'm anxious to see how that topic is approached with various media members once games get underway. Uh, and I, I, I'm also interested to see how that, uh, the, that's, uh, that the approach of the coaching staff with how you... Man I don't wanna, I'm not going to say... I'm not going to say load management and training camp. 
But the fact is, if if the USA national team, they're about to enter the knockout round, if they do what they're supposed to do, they're going to be playing until September, I think, the 14th or 15th. And they're going to turn around, and they're going to come right back here to Sacramento, and you're going to have media day, and then you're going to get right back on a plane on September 30th, and you're going to go to India. And you're not you're not playing training camp fodder in India. Like, you're playing your guys. I'm not saying you're playing Buddy and Bogey and De'Aaron and Marvin Bagley and Harry Giles. I'm not saying you're playing those guys 40 minutes in India. It's not what I'm insinuating. They're playing back-to-back games against the Pacers. Like, you, they're going to – India is going to get a good feel for all sorts of NBA basketball. But on October 4th, you're going to see Buddy and De'Aaron and Marvin Bagley, and you're going to see the Sacramento Kings – Play basketball at least for a few minutes. But once you get back from that trip, I wonder if if when it comes to preseason games, if Luke Walton shuts those guys down a little bit. Maybe when things open up at the Golden 1 Center against the Phoenix Suns, maybe we get a, a, a little bit of bogey, a little bit of Harrison, a little bit of belly, and maybe that's it. And then... You know, if if October sixteenth against uh, Melbourne United, if that's more like the more the 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 infamous the infamous uh, week four preseason game in the NFL, I wonder if that's what that game will be like. Like, okay, these are these are these are the end of the bench guys. These are guys who are auditioning for other teams. These are guys who are not going to make the cut for the Sacramento Kings. These are guys who may play for the Stockton Kings uh, within a few weeks. So it, it, the approach that Luke Walton and his coaching staff uh, take during the preseason and during training camp is something I'm going to be really interested in because again, it it, it was De'Aaron Fox and it was Marvin Bagley who said, we don't, we, we love team USA. We love our experience with team USA, but our focus is making the playoffs. Our focus is the Sacramento Kings. And that's awesome. But you had three other guys on your team uh, that participated in World Cup activities. And we'll segue to that now because it was a stunning loss for Serbia in the quarterfinals against Argentina. That's sending Bogey and Belly home. Like Bogdan Bogdanovic, he's done. Nemanja Bilalisa, he's done. And they're done much sooner than they expected. They're going to have, they, they've got to play like, they're playing in like the, the, hey, good job, buddy round. Which, like, if I'm Bogey, you can't, and I understand that. But if I'm those guys, man, I want to go home. Like, I'm not getting a gold medal. Okay, this would be the time that I withdraw from the Serbian national team and go, man, I've got to focus on the Kings making the playoffs. I'm going home, guys, because they actually have to play for fifth place. Imagine that. Like, imagine you have to win a game to finish fifth. Man, that's tough. That is tough. And that's the, you know, that's, that's the dangers of this. Right, like the, the, it's it's risk and reward. It's risk versus reward, and it is manifesting itself for Bogdan Bogdanovic and, and Nemanja Bilalica here, because Serbia was supposed to be in the gold medal game. There are people, educated basketball people, who thought Serbia was going to beat USA in the World Cup, but. Regardless of who won the game, these two were expected to play in the gold medal game. And that's not going to happen with with that. Again, a stunning upset by Argentina. And now you've got to stick around and essentially 
If you're Bogey and Bilalitsa, you're playing meaningless basketball. And of course, they want to go out there and win. They want to go out there and perform for their country. They want to go out and do what, but they're playing for fifth place. Risk versus reward. The knockout round, as we just mentioned, for the United States, it begins, depending on when you're listening to this, it begins on Wednesday morning. And it could all end for Harrison Barnes that quick. And it could all end for the USA national team that quick. Just like it did for Serbia. Uh, again, they were a gold medal favorite. They were expected to, to, to play the USA. And, and Bogey, he did a hell of a job during this World Cup. He led Serbia in scoring throughout the entire tournament uh, with 20.7 points per game. He was second on his team in assist uh, with 4.3, and he was third on the team in rebounding with 4.2. Nemanja Bielica, uh, he had Sacramento Kings fans' attention, as we talked about in last week's podcast, all throughout the tournament. Uh, he averaged 12.8 points per game and 5.2 rebounds. Uh, so both of them had, you know, they had quality run, but they were playing really, really competitive basketball. And as I mentioned, I'm I'm really anxious to hear what the conversation is around Amanya Bilalica, Bogdan Bogdanovich, and Harrison Barnes as, you know, regardless of what happens with USA in the knockout round, whether, you know, whether they lose immediately, whether they, they lose a game in, or whether they're playing, in the final game of the season, whether they win the gold medal. I'm curious with now, only because there are four Boston Celtics on the USA team. And we had a total of five Sacramento Kings in the World Cup, counting Serbia. And De'Aaron Fox left, Marvin Bagley left, and they gave you the line about focusing on the Kings and focusing on making the playoffs. I wonder, like, I don't think there's going to be a conversation. I could be wrong. I'll certainly be watching. I'll be, watch, I'll be watching the Boston Celtics a lot this year, as many of you may guess. I'll see all 82 Boston Celtics games. I'm curious if at any point the hometown announcers bring up, oh, gosh, Marcus Smart, he's got to be exhausted. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, who got a little banged up. He's expected to return here once the tournament gets underway. It, is, is that going to be talked about? Kimball Walker has really been the... He's been the guy for USA. If the Celtics get off to a slow start, how much local conversation will be had about these guys going to play for their country? And particularly with the Boston Celtics, because I don't think this is going to happen with Sacramento. The Boston Celtics, they're an they're a Eastern Conference favorite. They may even be, you know, they're potentially an NBA Finals favorite here. Nationally, there's going to be a conversation if, if the Celtics start out slow about, again, risk versus reward playing for your national team. That's going to be a conversation. I think it'll be had more nationally than it will locally because locally, I think Danny Ainge... And Brad Stevens, I think they're going to shut that noise down. And if you recall, not many people, at least that I can remember, not many basketball people have kind of, ugh, mm-mm, don't really like this. They haven't really talked down to the whole, the whole national thing, the whole playing for your national team. Except Mark Cuban. <laughs> Mark Cuban was the one who was like, yeah, I would really love it if Dirk and none of my guys ever went to play for their country. I want them to rest. I don't like the risk of injury. 
I don't like the extra basketball because this isn't pickup basketball. This isn't what LeBron and the Lakers are doing, you know, in a gym uh, in LA or El Segunda or wherever that, that practice facility is. That's not that. It's not filming stuff for Instagram. That's not what this is. This is, this is competitive basketball. This is high stakes competitive basketball. Mark Cuban's the only one that I can recall who just goes, uh uh-uh, don't love this, don't like this, would really prefer they don't do it. Win or lose, I'd watch, you know, the the Celtics are the most, you know, they're the most high-profile team because of the amount of guys that they've got on the roster. But you look at, you know, Harrison Barnes and and Bogey and Nemanja Bilalica, those are three members of the Sacramento Kings. I don't know, as we talked about last week, I don't know where, I don't know where Nemanja fits in everything. Like, I, I think Nemanja is going to have a role this season, but I don't know what it is. I don't think there's going to be any DNPs on his box score, at least not coach's decision DNPs. But I, I'm not quite sure what his role is. Uh, Bogey's going to have a role. Harrison Barnes is going to have a role. And locally, I wonder what the conversation will be if the Kings get off to a slow start. If the Kings aren't able to run, because there's a number of things to take into consideration. I know this is all hyperbole, but we don't have a lot of news right now. This is just the conversation we're having about the Sacramento Kings. There's plenty of variables in place headed into this season. We believe the Kings are going to be very good because we know De'Aaron Fox is a stud. We've seen enough to believe Marvin Bagley is a stud. We love the development of Harry Giles, though. We all think he's got uh, more to go. He, he, he hasn't take, he didn't take that step that Marvin Bagley did last year. And granted, Marvin, you know, rightfully so, because Marvin Bagley has played significantly more basketball than Harry, uh, than Harry Giles has over recent years. So we have things in place that we see, that we like, that we love. And we saw the free agent class that was brought in and kind of a, we believe, a commitment, at least by all outward appearances, a stronger commitment to the defensive side of the ball. But there's also a new coach coming in. There's also a new coaching staff coming in. Things are going to be different. The core pieces of the roster are the same. The uh, extra flavor to the roster is new. And the leader, of the, uh, the leader of the whole circus is different. So there's a number of variables in place for uh, the Sacramento Kings that could leave us cheering or that could leaving us scratching our head. And the dynamic of this World Cup is one that could leave us scratching our head because you could make the argument oh these guys are exhausted from playing you know competitive uh, basketball for the better part of the summer but there's also the line that hey these guys are in shape they're ready to go they're in basketball form now we've always said the worst thing that you can do is go to training camp and try to get in shape you'll hear basketball players hell you'll hear football players you'll hear professional athletes say this all the time Don't go to training camp trying to get in shape. You need to be in shape when you get to training camp. That way, your only focus is the sport you're playing, whether it's football or it's basketball. In this case, basketball. Your 
only focus is getting in a groove with your teammates. Well, even though Marvin Bagley withdrew, even though De'Aaron Fox withdrew, they were still playing competitive basketball, high-profile basketball up until, what, like 10 days ago? 10 or 11 days ago? Those guys are going to be in shape. Those guys are going to be ready to go. We've seen the workout videos coming from, you know, Buddy and De'Aaron and Bagley. We've, we've seen that. They're ready to go. So I wonder if the World Cup would actually wind up being a net positive for guys like Harrison Barnes and Bogey and Belly. Because we've seen the shape that De'Aaron... And, oh, by the way, there's no better post in off-season NBA Twitter than so-and-so looks bigger. Like, we saw the, the photoshopped pictures of Alex... It was Alex Russo that made him a legend. Like, those are awesome. They're not real, but they're awesome. And then who did we... We saw a king. I can't... who. Was it Gabriel? Who was it? Like you guys, I think it was Wayne Gabriel. Oh, he looks big. Like, oh man. Didn't we learn our lesson? Didn't we do this with Mike Bibby? When Mike Bibby was like I, 10 pounds, 10 pounds of muscle. And then he didn't shoot well to start the season and everybody blamed it on the 10 pounds of muscle. It's my favorite off-season storyline every year. We get bored. We start looking for something. Someone posts a workout video and it's like, oh, look how big so-and-so looks. That's my favorite. I love that. That's when you know we're getting really, really close to training camp. That's when you know we've exhausted all of the free agency talk. We've exhausted all of the draft talk that we're now relegated to workout photos. That's my favorite part of the offseason because it's, it's happened this year. And it's going to happen next year. Watch. Mark my words on this. It happens every year. Someone posts a workout video and it goes viral because, oh, look how big so-and-so looks. It happened with Buddy. It's already happened with Buddy this offseason. Buddy Heal posting some workout photos. Looks jacked. Oh, look at Buddy. He's in tremendous shape. All right. Buddy Heal, you know, shoots 25% in threes and everybody's going to blame. Oh, he got too big this offseason. That's what happened. That's what happened with Mike Bibby. I'll never. Oh, he can't shoot. He just got. He's gained too much muscle. It's in, it's inhibiting his ability to shoot the three. But don't worry, guys. It's almost over. Just a couple of more weeks, and it'll all be over. By the way, how badass was Harrison Barnes the other night, or the other morning? I guess it was against Greece, getting in multiple onto the Kumpo's faces. He got shoved into the stands, I think. But it wasn't by Giannis. It was by his older brother during that that game against Greece that we were talking about uh, last week. And he was like, oh, are we doing this? And I love, like, Mark, and I love that the first guys to have Harrison Barnes back were all of the Celtics. That is so great. That's the best storyline. How many times do you think that video is going to be played when the Bucks and the Celtics play? They shove Harrison Barnes into the stands, into the cameras, because they're getting their butt kicked. And, oh, who comes to the rescue? Oh, it's okay, Harrison. All of your Sacramento Kings teammates are gone. That's all right. The Boston Celtics are here. Oh, I love that. I absolutely love that Harrison Barnes was like, Psh, I don't want no apology. Skip that apology. That wasn't enough. I'll get in their face. Marcus Smart's going to get in their face. They're all going to get in their faces. That was fun stuff, man. I love that.
I absolutely love that. Again, the knockout round for USA begins on Wednesday. I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't know when you're listening to this. I don't want it to feel dated, but I greatly appreciate you listening wherever you may be at. Uh, remember, as I said at the start of the show, you can subscribe, you can rate, you can review. Uh, subscribe, that's just a split second. I don't want you to miss any episodes. As I said, we're getting closer and closer to training camp. The episodes uh, are going to pick up. Uh, as I've mentioned, at least I've mentioned it on social media. I'm not sure if I've mentioned it here on the podcast. The plan is to do an episode after every single game. So that way, uh, once the game is over, you could digest it. I'll have an episode up for you uh, either before you go to bed, before you head off to work, or as soon as you wake up in the morning, I'll have a new episode of the Sacramento Kings podcast ready for you. Of course, any breaking news, we'll have podcasts there as well. You won't have to go anywhere else for Sacramento Kings news, but here on the Sacramento Kings podcast presented by Hoopball and you're into fantasy, you're into daily fantasy, you've got fantasy teams, whatever you got, make sure you head over to hoop-ball.com and you've got to put the dash in there, hoop-ball.com. We are available on Google Play, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, wherever you get podcasts from, you can get this one. Uh, Apple Podcasts is super important. That's why I say make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Make sure that we know that you're out there. Tell your friends as the season is approaching fast. Share it on social media. Tell everybody about the Sacramento Kings podcast presented by Hoopball. As I mentioned, you can send your thoughts here on our 24-7 text line at 916-888-5898. Again, that is 916-888-5898. If you're looking for daily sports talk outside the realm of the Sacramento Kings, make sure you check out the podcast with me, Damian Barling. And that is what it's called, the podcast with Damian Barling on these very same podcast platforms. Appreciate you so much for tuning in. We will see you next week here on the Sacramento Kings podcast. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks. That's what our podcast. People are the worst brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel and I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming. And we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to people are the worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.